Hey there, and welcome to Drunk Distory Presents The Dark Ride, a fun Disney Parks-themed game show with zero prizes and lots of drinking. My name is Adrian Hamilton, and I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Bieber. We are two people who love Disney Parks and started this podcast because we know there are lots of other Disney Parks fans out there who, like us, aren't all perfect and PG-rated. And if that's you, then this is the show for you. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's find out what Disney experience we're going to be drinking this week. It's not so very scary. It's really not so scary. It's Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Oh yes, it's time to boo to you and you and you and you. Happy Halloween. Let's gather some spooky facts and some ghoulish drinks and we'll be right back. not so scared oh boo to you adrian (laughs) sometimes when i hear that i think it's something sounds off saying that to somebody boo to you yeah yeah like there's something is like it's a little triggering right like yeah i don't know what it's triggering but it's triggering something yeah like definitely like nobody likes me even even the fab five don't like me right because anybody (laughs) saying like looking in your face and going boo is like never a good thing no never a good never a good thing (laughs) So, we're talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party today. We're partying. We are. Have you been? How have I been? Uh, great. How have you been and have you been to this so um, Not-So-Scary Party? I've been to other uh, after-hours parties at, uh, well, only at Disneyland, I guess, but, um, but at the parks. Uh, but I've never, I've never done the Halloween uh i've never done not so scary so i'm i'm looking for you to kind of you know sell me on you know showing up in october and uh, i've been trying for years and i haven't been successful but maybe that's because we haven't actually drank this experience exactly i mean i i think that this might be the uh the straw that breaks the old camel's back and (laughs) and uh gets me to book one in october so you've done a little bit of research. You've done a little prep, though. You've watched the, you've seen the parades. I've, yeah, seen I've the seen the parades and uh, and the uh, the the candy spots and and the you know the the costumed uh, hangouts and and some of the um, uh, overlays and stuff that they do for the parties, which I think is pretty rad. Oh yeah, um, let's get. We're gonna get into that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into all of it. Um, and I'm I'm excited to to like learn a little bit more about it, and uh, and definitely excited to to drink. To drink the day away so sure well we're not gonna be playing the traditional uh drink that ride game but we are gonna be drinking because this is the dark ride presented by drunk history so let's find out what we're going to be drinking today today we're drinking poison apple teenies Ooh. yeah um what you will need is two ounces of vodka an ounce and a half of sour apple liqueur um an ounce and a half uh, one and a half teaspoons of lemon juice and you're going to just fill a shaker three quarters uh, with ice, add the vodka, apple liqueur, and lemon juice, cover and shake for 10 to 15 seconds or until condensation forms on the outside of the shaker, strain into a chilled cocktail glass, and of course, garnish with a red apple. Of a whole apple? Of course. Yeah, a whole apple. <laughs> this is an but aggressive, you don't want to be psychotic. martini slice that we're dealing with here. <laughs> if you don't want people to like, you know, take you to Bellevue, then just do it. Just do a slice. <laughs> um, and but we're not drinking out of uh, cocktail glasses. No, that's not. We're not fancy like that. No, I my uh, I don't have enough balance skills in order to drink out of a martini glass. I prefer to drink out of a mug. I mean, who can drink out of a martini glass? It is one of the worstly designed, worstly designed mugs. I, I think it uh, might you know, be the glasses. best designed drinking glass ever. So that like you, you have to stop yourself from getting too drunk because you're gonna like start spilling all the booze out of the glass, and like it will give you the appropriate amount that you're allowed to drink. Yeah, the worst friend is when you like say like, "Oh, I got the next round." Like, what does everyone want? And someone asks for something that has to. To be, so you're carrying multiple drinks and one of the drinks is in that glass you're just like 
all right, you're getting a vodka soda. Like, I'm not ordering. Oh, I, I'm not... I, I order it for them and then leave it at the bar and say, you go get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not carrying that around. Yeah. No, uh, so I am drinking out of, uh, we're drinking poison apple martinis, and I am drinking out of my color-changing poison apple mug. It's a what? dope-looking mug. Yeah, Dude, it's... I have a color-changing mug, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm drinking <laughs> out of my color-changing cocoa mug that goes, oh, yeah, it's got, like, the Dia de Muerte skull, and it color changes to have, like, all the color on uh, little cocoa guys. Cool. Mine starts out black, and it changes to green because of the poison. Oh, and it's poison. a lot of fun and only looks normal to people that understand Disney because otherwise you just look like a psycho. Why is poison always green? Um, I don't know. I think it's like snot and puke are usually green. Yeah. So got to stay in that family. Yes. <laughs> snot and puke alike. Yeah. <laughs> that family. <laughs> that genus of. Uh, that Disney genus lore. of gross. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, are you a big Halloween fan? I'm a huge Halloween fan, Adrian. Um, I know this. I used to because of. I used to throw big parties, big Halloween parties, and tried to be an Imagineer while doing them. So I'd have like. And you were, and I'm not like just because you're my friend blowing smoke up your ass. Like, you were the closest to an Imagineer of anyone I've ever seen throw a party. Yeah, there was some pretty, uh, some pretty epic stuff. We we would do. They would always be themed parties. And we would start uh, prepping for them like six months out. So we were the only people that in July were trying to like collect <laughs> bones and <laughs> and other things to be able to use in our in our Halloween decorations. Um, so worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we would get like some pretty odd themes. Uh, one of my one of my favorites, uh, actually, Adrian, you attended this one. We did a uh, the the theme was a an under the sea dance that then like had a uh, like a like a seance that brought upon the dead. <laughs> so it was like oh, like a God. like a beyond the death under the sea dance from the fifties. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a pretty. There was weird an actual theme. dead band. <laughs> yeah, we had a dead like, band. I, I remember like walking in and the ceiling looked like you were underwater. Yep, yep. And I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" It was so dope. And then you had that throne. That uh, that throne. Yeah, we yeah we like made like a- an under the sea throne, like full of coral and everything, uh, that people could like uh, use as an Instagram wall. Yeah. I, I'm still not over it. Like, it's one of those parties where I'm still not, like, I still haven't absorbed it. That's how much it was. That, it was so amazing. And I'm still, like, I can't believe I was there. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah. It was great. It was pretty fun. So, so yes, I, so, I love Halloween. I'm totally into it. Um, and mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons that I, uh, you know, I haven't done the Disney uh, thing is that I'm typically prepping for this party <laughs> but we sure but uh some of the we uh, you know kind of had like a group of members that were doing it and some of them have since moved away so now my octobers are a whole lot more free uh so so maybe uh maybe the time is is now well not now, right and after COVID. the fact that this event starts in august true very true <laughs> it's like 95 degrees in orlando florida and but it is fall and it is halloween and that's what's really interesting about this party. So let's just let me just kind of explain the uh, give the elevator pitch of what this is for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about. Mickey's not so scary. <laughs> for, those, for those people that listen to this drinking show that don't know what a party is. This well, is I think okay. it's it's not a party like we're partying. It's a different. It depends on who you are. right? Their definition of the word party is different. Well, what do you mean? I bring nips. You don't bring nips to these things. Nah, man. I'm classy girl. This isn't the Long your... Island Railroad. No. <laughs> you're, too, you're too classy to take your handful of nips and put them in the uh, <laughs> in the sink with the cold water on while you pee, and then they're nice and cold when you get can you get back from peeing. You're too classy for that. That's that's uh that's not the way you do it. Yeah, that that's insane, Ryan. Well, <laughs> this is a, this is a helpful I did tip for you out there. About you. It's a um, helpful tip for everybody out there. <laughs> I do bring them on the plane sometimes. Ah. Mm. Anyway, sorry, I, I didn't mean to uh, distract. <laughs> so um, it is a, it is an extra, so what, what it is, it's a, a separate admission Halloween themed event held annually during the months of August, September, and October 
at the Magic Kingdom theme park in Walt Disney World. Um, the party began as a response to Halloween Horror Nights event at Universal Studios Florida. Disney's event, though, caters to a traditional family atmosphere, hence the no nips. Uh, whereas Universal's has more of a fright-centered uh, event with with their monsters and um, haunted house walkthroughs. These two events really couldn't be like any more different. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Have you been to Halloween Horror Nights? No, but I, it's much more up my alley. I totally think it's much more up your alley. Yeah, I think uh, I think that if yeah. I was an event, I would be Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. And if you were event, you would be Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, and you're definitely allowed to bring nips. To Halloween Horror Nights, it's like I think there's a sign when you when you get it's there. It's required. You yeah, yeah, to. yeah. Um, this Meet event your, encourages your in here. Yeah, uh, this event encourages guests to dress up in Halloween costumes and celebrate the season with themed events throughout the park. Regular park rules prohibit guests over the age of 14 from dressing in costume. However, this uh, this rule is waived for. This Halloween event, uh, although adults dressed as Disney characters are prohibited from signing autographs or posing for pictures with other guests. So if anybody looks like particularly really good at their princess costume, they're usually like approached at this event to like because they don't want people to think that this is like a a Disney Cinderella. So what do they um, what do they do then? Do they say I nothing? don't I don't want to say what they do, but I do know in the past that you were actually there was a there was at one point a rule where you weren't allowed to dress as a as a Disney princess. But um because they didn't want that to happen. Uh but I, I don't know. I mean it's just it's discouraged to dress too much like any character that could be, you know, like confused for uh for a Disney character. You'd think that they'd want that. And just, well, uh, I think they like the bounding, and most people aren't going to be like terrific at it, so I think it's okay. But um, I mean, because I've been, I've been Tinkerbell, you know, I've, there's just different things that, yeah, um, bounding, that, bounding, you're allowed to do at the parks, right? Like regularly, whenever, yeah, yeah. I think they just don't want like someone to be too close. Have we have we explained what bounding is in the past? Do, do our listeners know? It's a little weird. Yeah, it doesn't even, the word doesn't even really fit, like, Disney bounding is kind of, like, a weird, but it just means that, like, you're dressing in clothes that reflect the, a certain character, where, like, anyone, you know, someone that, that has a good eye could see that you are Pinocchio, because you're wearing the red shorts and the, you know, the, the suspenders or something, yeah, the suspenders, and you've got the, the hat with the, with the feather, and, you know, or you could, yeah, there's, you could dress as a but like but that stuff. hat that hat might be like just a baseball cap, but like the yeah. right color type thing. So it's and the the feather could be like a pin of a feather or something. You know, right? A lot You're of people giving get, the essence of the character, yeah. but while still looking like kind of modern in your clothing. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I I I really dig the Disney bounding thing. I do too. Yeah, I'm very big when I'm in Disney. My wardrobe is a huge part of my trip. Yeah, totally. Um. But I, I have to say that I so I usually go to this event every year and there was a time when I feel like everybody dressed up and then I went this past year and I didn't feel like everyone was like dressed up. I think people were more wearing like Halloween clothes, like maybe like a shirt that had like Mickey, you know, an orange Mickey on it and then like some a set of string lights that were pumpkins around them. Like it felt more like people were just dressing you know festive but not necessarily in costume like really i will say in. though really phoning it in huh and i will say though my sister and i were at this event a couple of years ago and we were on splash mountain i think everything that weird weird happens to me happens on splash mountain and right behind us was a guy by himself a weird normally i'm the weirdo by myself he's got a like a ghoul mask on like just the most bludgeoned ghoul mask. And I remember it was like kind of long and he's just sitting behind us in the log. And we were freaked out the entire time. It was like, I don't like that this guy is behind me in the log. And he's like, you know, like, and he's probably like a teenager based on what his body type looked like afterwards. But I was like, I can see why they're a little, I don't know. I don't know. I think they, they don't want people to be too scary or too like freaky because it doesn't really fit the environment. 
do they um like will they stop somebody like if you like at the gate like if you had like you know a gross mask that had like you know stab wounds and like you know maggots coming out of the stab wounds and stuff i think the answer to that is yes yeah they they'll like they'll say like hey you you can't wear that inside this is a a kids event or a family friendly event family friendly event yeah i don't think that i that was the one time where i saw somebody who was like in a murdery thing and it was just of course they're right behind us and i i I remember having a conversation with a cast member. It was like, yeah, we really don't allow that. So I'm surprised that he was allowed to do that. I would just say like, you're going to this event. Like you definitely want to get in the spirit. You want to dress up because you're going trick or treating. That's something we'll get to later. But I think, you know, you just want to, I love the, I loved seeing the ones where people like did something ride themed. Like I've seen a lot of like haunted mansion uh, costumes, like, you know, different things playing on different Disney things. I've seen, a lot I've seen people dressed as like in groups like a big one that people do is the Incredibles family like the last year that I was there was sure. like every family was the Incredibles family but and, I like and, when I and, see like Edna a, mode right like they'll always have like the Edna or like the Mr. Freeze or whatever will like be yeah. with their family yeah and the cast of of uh what is it that what's that movie where upside down what is it the about the emotions oh inside out inside out yeah upside down inside out um, anyway, so the so yeah, so you're supposed to dress. So the event begins at 7 p.m. on select nights, but guests with a ticket for the event can enter the Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. This is a huge. You're gonna hear this a lot. Anybody that asks you for a tip, and it's that though it's the part the party starts at 7 p.m. If you have a ticket to this event, you can go in at four. So the pro thing to do, especially if you're not an annual pass holder, is to to not go to a park in the early part of that day like go to disney springs or lay by the pool or go do something go play mini golf yeah your day starts at four yeah you so like you want to be like on your bus or monorail whatever you want to be on that thing at like three o'clock so take the morning and do whatever because you're basically going to get a lot of hours in the magic kingdom and those hours at the park is still open to the public from four to seven you can book fast passes in that time so if you want to get like three rides out of the way you know even though you're gonna have the rides sort of opened up or if you're someone that's like i don't want to use my party time to go on rides you got three hours to go on rides before the the park closes that's awesome and remind me so like once the party starts are fast passes a thing anymore they're not really needed no fast passes are closed once the party starts and you don't need them um you know there are there are always rides that are gonna have like a little bit of a, a, a wait the seven dwarves mine train always has like at least a 30 minute wait it's never as bad as i i would say those rides though like if you're gonna go on those big like popular ones like go really late at night like the party ends at midnight like get online for that ride at 11 30 p.m like it'll be at its lowest point after 11 p.m a lot of people clear out especially after the second parade um but like space mountain you just kind of walk onto it and we'll get to we'll get to space mountain because there's things to say about that um uh, on June 18th, 2020, it's actually my birthday, uh, Disney Happy announced birthday. that all, <laughs> all of the Magic Kingdom not-so-scary Halloween party celebrations for this year uh, would be canceled due to delays and restrictions related to COVID-19. So it's not Fuck happening this you. year. COVID-19. Ruining yeah, it's everything. kind of a bummer. Uh, on the plus side, in 2009, the event was dedicated in memory of Russie Taylor, cheers, a uh, Disney legend and longtime voice actress of Minnie Mouse who died earlier that year. Oh, I so thought it was the person from is... Home Improvement. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. But so before we get into like the specifics of the party, um, as you as you can see, if you if you look at what the Magic Kingdom looks like in the fall months, it's decorated very beautifully for the fall. This all starts in August, they start decorating for the fall. There's lots of, um, you know, leaves and pumpkins. They do a whole thing. So I want to ask you, play a little game with you, Ryan. Cool. And I want to, I want you to guess. I'm going to give you a multiple choice, and everyone at home play along too. Um, how many pumpkins do you think are on Main Street USA? What? So real pumpkins, yeah. fake pumpkins, like jack o' lanterns. I think they're fake. 
Yeah, they're probably people would be smashing the shit out of those pumpkins. If they're yeah, yeah, no, it's big pumpkins, but they have a certain amount. It's the same amount every year. It's the same amount every year. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, we've got like so. Oof. All right. There's probably one at like every light pole, and then we got. Uh... Well, let me give you the the choice. Do you want me to give you the multiple choice? Let me come up with it so, in my head first. All right. So we got light poles everywhere. We got store fronts. We've got the big, uh, the big uh, round cul-de-sac, the flag area. All right. In my head, I got a number. Let's okay. see where you're. So that's good. That's a great way to do yeah, it. Yeah. So if if you're if you um are playing at home, and if you get this right, you just drink one sip. If you get it wrong, you're gonna drink five sips or five seconds. So. Here are the choices for you, Ryan. 33, 176, 333, 576. So in my head, I was at like 300, so I'm going to do the 333. Well. Because it's half of 666, which is the devil's. Who to you? Uh, and you call me the loser (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have one i'm gonna drink with you uh the uh, correct number is 176 well they could fit more pumpkins it should all be pumpkins nothing but pumpkins you're walking on pumpkins (laughs) you're you're talking yeah the numbers was surprisingly low to me yeah yeah well let's see if you can redeem yourself i got another i got another question for you okay um so this party there's trick-or-treating which is the one of the coolest parts about this party because it's not just for kids it's open to everyone at all ages and we all know i mean what do you think like in life so say you had a house what is the oldest age you you would want a trick-or-treater to be that comes to your house i mean like to be honest i i am like a halloween head and like I would love if like a seventy year old came and trick or treated at my house. <laughs> okay, but, well, you're different. But I don't want I don't want a twenty two year old there. So ah, I see. So I I would say so you, I would so say like youngest... something around like if you could be drinking, you should be doing something else. True, you shouldn't be twenty two and be like the best thing to do is go trick or treating with my night. Yeah. You could really, that's the night to definitely get into some mischief. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think it's like probably the norm is is probably like fourteen, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I I, I think that it's kind of like once you get a car, then you're not trick or treating. Like once you're I able feel to like drive. I wasn't trick or treating in high school. Like I just I don't think I was. Like oh, I think I think, think I was still, throwing. We eggs. still trick or treated. I think our freshman year, and by their sophomore year, we had friends with cars and stopped doing that. But yeah, I mean, I was definitely throwing eggs around and and you know spraying shaving cream on things i think in my teens yeah trick-or-treating exactly (laughs) so but the cool thing about this party is that you could you could be any you could be that 22 year old you could be any age thing it's when you get to the party they give you a trick-or-treat bag and right away when you get there you're you're ushered into this like instead of going down main street you kind of go to the right and you go through this like big um inflatable you know welcome sign and you get your first like package of candy and it's like it's like when you go to the good house in the neighborhood and you get the good who has the good candy and they like put it in those like halloween bags oh, yeah. and it's like it's like there's five pieces of candy in there that's like what you get here and it's like this like big thing and you, it gets dumped into your bag and uh then throughout the night they once but it's only once the party starts uh, that's your when you're when you arrive at four o'clock you'll get that but the trick-or-treating doesn't start until 7 p.m for the rest of the park um but throughout the night at different locations and they're they give you a map that shows you where the trick-or-treat trails they're called are and um they're usually just in there's one in the splash mountain like you know rope queues there's one at um pecos bills by uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. They're just all over the place. There's in every land they have a trick or treat. Are, are these trails themed? Like, are they are they like going through an experience, or is it just like no a person with a bag of candy? No, they have they have barrels. The cast members have barrels, and they just dump their hand and they dump them in your bag. But you say like trick or treat, it's fun, and then you're just like, oh, this is so fun. I friggin' love this, and you just you're seeing the candy like pile up in your bag, and it brings back that old feeling of like, ooh, I got loot. Ooh, you feel that tingling like it's gonna be a fun week 
I want to train with my siblings. And I remember one year my sister like got back from the party and she's on her bed and the cup candy's all dumped out and she's like putting him in like in order. And I'm like, you're doing what you did. I had to take a picture of it. I was like, literally resorted back to that thing of like the piles of the good stuff. I mean, that was like my favorite Um, part about Halloween is going through and organizing your candy afterwards. Yeah. And then trading with your siblings. Like it's like the best part. So you can kind of do that. You get back to the room and you could like dump it all out and be like, you know, who wants the Reese's? Who wants the Mr. Good bar? Who's throwing out the Smarties? You know, like it's, it's a great Everybody's time. sleeping on um, Smarties. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I keep them, but it's like they're, they're, they're eating like last. They're eating like probably around. Well, I think that they, it's they're like, just... they never go bad. Like you could have a Smartie from 1954 and it's going to taste the same. So it's fine. It was always yeah. bad. <laughs> it can't go bad. It was always yeah. bad. It's true. So you figure, so this, this event, uh, the, it is a hard ticketed event. 25% of the regular park capacity is how the park is. Fixed. So it's so actually like what it, what it is right now. Like they, they claim that Disney parks during this COVID time are at 25%. That is the way the party is it's always 25%. So knowing that, I want you to tell me how much candy you think is given out in a single night at the Magic Oh, Kingdom. sure. How many tons? It's, we're, we're in, in the tons, tons. Now, huh? All right. Yeah. So if you want to think about it, I didn't how, how it many, last time, but if you want to do it how many? Time, how many uh, treasure trails, treat trails, what are they called? Um, I, I want to say there's Trail probably, if, probably six or seven, seven okay. or eight. So eight Trail of Tears, probably 20,000 people. And it's a handful of candy per, for each person. Ah, give or t- I mean, it depends on if the cast members got a you know stick up their ass, but yeah, I mean, they, they normally it's a couple pieces. Yeah, it's going in. <laughs> See Ryan's deductive reasoning. Here. I think I think that everyone it's, at home, uh, please play along. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say this is stupid. So you want it? You don't want to? Do you want to tell me? Yeah, I want to tell you. you want me to give you the options, and then I want to hear your numbers because I could be like way far, way, way off. Uh, okay. I think that it's like, like, like ten tons of candy. The guesses I was going to give are ten point five tons, twenty point five tons, thirty point five tons, or fifty point five tons. Oh man, a ton is three thousand pounds. Yeah. So you want to stick with what your your regular guess was? You yeah, said man, 10? that's thirty thousand pounds. You want, you want to go ten point five? Yeah, yeah. Well, this time your reasoning worked. It is ten point five. Yes. <laughs> Take that remedial math. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, 10. all right. One sip for me, five sips for you, my dear. Oh, that's you just true. Lost. I'm just sitting here like, oh yeah, I'm just the uh, yeah. Know, no, no, no. There's repercussions to our actions in this game. <laughs> oh. I can't chug an apple teeny. I'm so happy that my math is. That's crazy. Thirty thousand pounds of candy a night. A night, and I'll say this also too. Um, you don't want to start like if the party starts at seven, you don't want to go near those trick-or-treat trails until at least nine or ten o'clock at night they have lines in the beginning of the night all right so does that mean that like that little bag that you get right off the bat you gotta make that last can't be can't be just snacking through that candy real quick yeah i mean the thing is like you're probably not going to snack through the candy because there's so much else like to eat and that's offered at this event that you're kind of like this is just going to be your later, your, your thing you bring home. It's kind of almost like a party fair, but some people there are time you're, you're walking and you're eating the candy. Yeah. But, but I just suggest not trick or treating at seven o'clock because people, that's the, one of the first things they do is they get online to go trick or treating. And so they have lines. You don't want to wait on a trick or treat line. Like at, after nine o'clock, you're just walking right up. You can just keep re going on the line. If you want, just walking in and out and just revolving during the line. So there's no reason to do it. And I will say, like, I'm not someone that I use this as like a park day. I take advantage of I enjoy the extras, but I'm using it as a Magic Kingdom day. So I'm not really like 
trick or treat. It's not my main focus, but I'm able. I'll see the trail and I'll get in it. But I'm doing it later in the evening so much that I do leave with a bag of candy. Sure, that makes sense. So there's there's other treats. Are there other like free treats? Because this candy's yeah. this candy's totally free or not? There free, is part, no part the candy. The, the candy is free and unlimited. And if you want to, you know, dump the bag into your backpack and you know re go up again, you could just be doing that all night long. I had I Rob plays are um you know one of our basically like an imagineer of the people. He has a video <laughs> about he has a video about how much candy you'd have to get to equal the park ticket and it's like that one thing you have to keep in mind is that like you could go to the store and buy like candy for uh, that much candy that you're going to come out with for maybe like 10 20 bucks like what is it gonna, how much is it like you're gonna probably you could don't waste your time only trick-or-treating if you're just there because you're like i want to gather up all the candy do it because it's fun and you're it's part of the experience but don't be like, I've got to like get all the candy because then just go to Walmart and buy candy. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So and so normally at this time we would. So I, so I just well, before that, I just want to uh, uh, you haven't been here before, so you can't share your like experiences with this event. Not not in regards to the Halloween party specifically, but to like to after hours parties, I can. But. I can, but what I'm going to do is, like, as we go through these, uh, like, I want to kind of go into what's offered at the party, and I want to turn that into a little bit of a drinking game. But as we're going through that, I will talk about my thoughts and feelings on each of these things. Uh, But overall, I will just say that I love this event. And it's one of these things where between this party, which is the not-so-scary Halloween party, and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party, it's split down the middle of which ones people like better. And a lot of people like this one better, I think, because like at Christmas time, there's so much different things throughout the world that are offered. But Halloween doesn't have these like things that are like ongoing events for months leading up to this holiday. So I do especially think not that are event. that are geared towards children. You know, like there's sure. a lot of Halloween stuff out there that's geared towards a much more adult audience. It's right. it's tough to find like a family friendly Halloween thing that's done where everybody's enjoying it because the kid Halloween stuff is typically like pretty, pretty beat, you know, it's pretty lame. And I yeah. think that this, they do it very successfully here where it's, and it's usually only all, like, it's like in their little school, they have a Halloween party at school if they're very young. Oh, and then it's like trick or treating or like some kid's mm-hmm. birthday, they have a Halloween costume birthday party, but it's nothing like leading up to whereas Christmas, there's just like, you can go look at lights. You can go, you know, to have hot chocolate, you could go meet Santa. There's just so much, go chop down your tree. Like there's so many like things where um, I think that this is special because that's not the case for this holiday, but I, I love both of them. And if you'd ask me which one I like better, I, I would say, I'm not going to answer that question. I firmly believe that because I love them both. I, I don't have a favorite. It's, these are like your children. These are my children. (laughs) I go to them every year. I go to them every year. Any all these extras, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, the After Dark Parties, that is now my main. The extra, the extras are my main. I, I like going for these things. I, I a day at the park is fine, but I really love these extras. They're 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 what I base my trips around. Sure, because I think that there's so much so much more and so much such a better experience i have than just a day at the park personal opinion polarizing uh thought but personal opinion all right so would drink that experience that we're going to do instead of drinking like giving point values to things or like rating them because you know what they're good like there's nothing really to like you know it's an extra thing it's a so let's just uh, have some get buzzed words okay when we go through these um, I'm going to, I'm going to say four that I'm going to pick. And then Ryan, I'd like you to come up with two extra words apropos of nothing, but Halloween themed type words. Okay. So my words are going to be party, <clears throat> boo, candy, and any Disney villains name. Okay. Um, and mine will be, um, Mountain mm. and uh, 
<clears throat> we already did the candy trails. Um, yeah, but we'll be talking about all that stuff again. Uh, I guess like treat. 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 Okay. Yeah. So uh, if you catch us saying that word drink, if I catch Ryan saying that word, I'm going to say boo to you. And I caught him and we're going to we're going to drink. And that's how we're doing it. All right. So uh, just so just remind me, we're going to write these down again. So we're, I'm doing uh, mountain and treat. And, treat. and, and then we've got party, boo, candy and any Disney villains name. Okay. All right, I got it down, and I'm going to hold you accountable to this list. I'm going to hold you accountable to All this right, list. All right, I think uh, you have to drink for everyone that you just said, because we've already started playing. <laughs> okay, cheers. <laughs> I just might as well just kill the bottle. Kill the bottle. <laughs> Adios, Appletini. <laughs> okay, so I think the first thing to, to talk about in terms of like convincing you uh, to go to this event is the length of the event. Because I think that's very important. So the actual party is five hours. It's usually Click. from seven. Click. <laughs> usually from seven p.m. seven p.m. until twelve a.m. But you can enter the park as early as four p.m., which means that you're getting eight full hours in the park. That's incredible. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. So that's so that what. You're going to get a wristband when you go that's they're going to put on your wrist when you like there's a separate entrance for drink party guests and um, <laughs> as you <laughs> it's going to be hard to, to do while I'm drinking shouldn't have picked that word um, as, you, <laughs> as so as you enter you go to like a line that says the P word and you have to. And that's where you enter, and they're going to give you a wristband. And so, at certain checkpoints before the seven, and even after seven p.m., getting on any rides, they're going to check your wristband to make sure that you're a party drink guest. And because um, you can't get like people try to get on rides after seven p.m. that are just that have regular tickets, and they won't let them on unless they show their wristband. So that's it. You're getting eight full hours in the park. Uh, the next thing, the free stuff. What's included in this event? We mentioned that we talked about this. The featured activity is trick or treating. Happy Halloween! I, I have a soundboard now. <laughs> yeah, sound effect. Uh, the candy is everywhere. I think we got to drink again. <laughs> yeah, you just hit that every time. Um, it's everywhere and unlimited. Sorry. <laughs> This is a long one. Trick or treat stations drink are scattered throughout the park, and you'll find cast members handing out handfuls of candy to guests. Uh, just hop in line and get your handful. And like I said, pro tip, uh, go later in the evening. The cast, you know, the, there's no lines, and they give you bigger handfuls, so they want to get rid of all the candy. <laughs> In their barrels. <laughs> Good job, Ryan. Okay, let's talk about exclusive merchandise and snacks. This is another. This great is getting reason. like more drinking than uh, a normal just, show. Just work on the sound effects, and we'll we'll, we'll retroactively drink. <laughs> um, exclusive merchandise and snacks. So this is what I was saying, where you might not want to be eating that candy, like. <laughs> It's like ugh, moans and scares. You might not be wanting to do it because there's actually exclusive stuff that's only available during this event. So, um, and you need to be a party guest to access this. So, um, <clears throat> I, I'm not going to tell you what the merchandise is, but it's generally like shirts, uh, hats. You know, it changes every year, but it's like it'll say the year and the that it's the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Snacks are always changing as well. Anytime you hear one of Ryan's zany sound effects, that means you have to drink. Snacks are always changing, but some staples are there because they're fan favorites. I would recommend the not so poison apple cupcake, the pumpkin cheesecake. Oh, it's amazing! It's one of people's favorite cupcakes of all the 
Disney cupcakes. Is it shaped like the poison apple? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. It's got a it's got a apple dome on the top and it's it's incredible. Um, those are both available at Main Street Bakery. Uh, Hades nachos at Pecos Bills are cool. Madame Leota dessert is at the Liberty Square Market. The hitchhiking ghost dessert at Aloha Isle is adorable. It actually looks kind of like our logo. It looks like the Doom Buggy. Um, they have a Maleficent dessert at Storybook Treats. Candy corn milkshake. I've had this. It's the, totally for the gram. You do this one for the gram. It is. It has a. It's like an orange milkshake, and it has a um, orange marshmallow shaped like Mickey. That's available at Anti Gravities in Tomorrowland. So cool looking. I just I recommend it purely for the gram. That after you take the picture, it's going to start being melty and you're probably only going to be able to handle a couple sips, but it's actually pretty tasty. So those are why you don't want to eat the candy during the party because <laughs> that was a double whammy <laughs> because there's such great stuff and you're going to want to try it all and it's only available at that time. Uh, okay, so the next part of this event that is a wait, big wait, wait. part of the so, event. I'm sorry, so these treats, you have to pay for the treats or they're free? Yeah, those those treats you have to pay for. Are there free treats? The only thing free is is the trick or treating. Okay, so they don't they Drink. don't do like uh, I know at some events they do like free popcorn or free. Yeah, so the pop the popcorn and like Mickey ice cream bars and stuff those are free at the after dark events where they're not themed for any holiday. Gotcha. And you get like free soda and all this stuff, and then at the the Christmas party drink, um, they have like different stations that are all different like you can get like um chocolate chip cookies at one thing or like they're like there's like a snow cone at another and those are all free but they also have the exclusive snacks as well that are a paid thing cool so um we played the song earlier you can't talk about this event without talking about the parade uh mickey's boo drank to you halloween parade brings unique floats and characters to the streets of the Magic Kingdom and starts with a ride by the Headless Horseman. This is amazing when you see it in person. Real horse. Real headless. Real headless man. (laughs) Just riding around. It's so cool. I even love, like, the announcer when he's, like, announcing. He says, um, you know, some portion of Washington Irving's um, writing for Pretty Hollow. Yeah. Yeah. And then the hell and you hear like the clacking of the horse and he comes down and he's like the the head is illuminated. It's a pretty dope thing uh you know for a not so scary party like there's a headless horseman riding around. Um there are two parades and times vary but typically they are at 9:15 and 11:15. The Boodoo route starts in Frontierland and moves through Liberty Square, heads down Main Street, and ends at the fire station. So, um, you never go to the first parade. That I should go without saying. You do not go to the 915 parade. Anyone with little kids is going to go to that parade. You're going to go to the 1115 parade. And I suggest staying in the Frontierland Liberty Square area. Like it, I think it looks a little spookier than Main Street. I mean, Main Street is always going to look cool. You're going to get great photos, but it fits the theme when you're seeing it in that part. I personally like it better. Sure. I like the Mickey's um, Very Merry Christmas party so much better on Main Street because it's snowing and it's just so magical there. But I think that this parade, I think it's better to watch it in Frontierland. This this parade has the uh, the, the grave diggers with the shovels, right? And they, they're, so they're like, they're in the other parade, in the Christmas parade, they have the, the wooden soldiers. The grave diggers are the wooden soldiers of this. And it is so cool the way, like, they their shovel hits the thing and the sparks fly. And they're just, they're really just so cool. I, I love this parade. Did you watch I've, it? I've seen it before, yeah. Yeah, and I do like it. It's, yeah, it's pretty I think cool. They, there's a haunted mansion part of it. There, You know, like, there's there's a band, a dead band that plays. Then there's, like, goofy plays like the he's on the he's the candy portion of it but it's themed to kind of like Willy Wonka um and then yeah the the grave diggers are amazing it's it's a really great parade gets you pumped awesome uh so then there's also special fireworks uh 
the I used to like it when it was Hallow Wishes, full disclosure. Now that they've changed um, the wishes parades over the Happily Ever After, I mean, fireworks to Happily Ever After, they've also changed these party parades, uh, fireworks. So now it's called once um, it's so this usually is around, I would say, 10 o'clock, 10, 15. It's called Disney's Not So Spooky Spectacular. And it's more just like with Happily Ever After, there's a lot more projections. Cool. So uh, there's projections and fireworks. Hallow Wishes was better. People might not agree with me on that, but it was more more fireworks. That's how I feel about Wishes in general. I feel like Wishes was more fireworks. Happily Ever After more projections. relies a lot on projections. Yeah. But I mean, still, it's fantastic. Um, and like, I think that the cool thing about this is they do all the villain stuff oh. in this uh, <laughs> in this uh, in this fireworks show. So every portion of it that moves to a different song is generally based on a villain uh, and that's that's cool i'm glad that the sorry to make the audience keep drinking but i'm glad that the villains like kind of take center stage here because they deserve their moment in they the like song. literally take center stage like on the stage right isn't there a big stage show yeah so that will move me to my next category okay. sort of which is character interactions um fans of uh, so actually, you know what? That no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to this. One. So stage shows. Let's go to stage shows. Originally, a stage show and meet and greet with animated Disney villains, uh, led by Doctor Facilier, titled "The Disney Villains Mix and Mingle," which was fantastic, was held at Cinderella Castle. Um, after the show, the villains dispersed to different areas of the park to meet and greet opportunities, which they literally would come right down. And like Cruella Deville's down there, and you're just like partying with her which is pretty cool the following year this was after this was 2015 uh they debuted the hocus pocus villain spelltacular um with the sanderson sisters but they also do have uh, appearances i love from, me some sanders some sanderson sisters yeah and these ones look so i mean whoever does the costuming for these ones like that you think you're looking at the real Sanderson sisters. It's really, it's on point. But the other villains come back, including Dr. Facilier, the Oogie Boogie, and uh, Maleficent. So there, you'd still get All some right. of them. I think, I think is, we need, to, we need to drink spirit. for like the 15 characters we just mentioned. Yeah, I'm just going to keep clinking. Yeah. Appletini. <laughs> <laughs> Appletini's. Um, so let's go back to character interactions. So Fans of character appearances will not be disappointed by this event. You get a blend of characters who aren't normally around, including Jack and Sally, along with more common characters in their favorite Halloween costumes. I think that's Dude, the best thing of seeing the regular that Jack character. is super creepy looking. Yeah, I do I'm not, not like it at all. I'm not into it is that. way off-putting. That face, that it face is, is like, I uh, do not like it. It's the scariest thing at this it's- it's off putting in general, but it's even more if you see it in person. Although I've, I've heard, I, I haven't interacted with him. I heard he's a good interaction. Yeah. I heard that whoever does him is very good. And like, or like the people that do him are a great interaction, but I've never had the desire. I also don't want to wait on an hour line. So here's the thing I want to say about these character interactions. They are great, but you're going to wait for them because these are characters you don't normally see, but people who collect like autographs or pictures, really love this um the seven dwarves are one of the the things that people love the seven dwarves are all sitting in seats and you can stand behind them and take a picture kind of lording over them like mr belvedere over the couch where you can take a photo with them people love it um i just like seeing the regular like i think at the winnie the pooh the regular character spot those characters are in like cute like you know i think like actually winnie the pooh is dressed up like tigger which is one of the cutest like costume like he's dressed as tigger tigger's dressed as a pirate I like that that's pretty good um yeah that's pretty cute um so i say go on that line and, and meet them because that line's and get a grip you get a group shot if you want to have a cute picture you're getting like four characters and they're all in halloween costumes and you're in your halloween costume and you probably only wait like maybe 20 minutes and i think that that's fair but I did get to meet some villains drink um, when I went with my friend Amy uh, last year. We we just happened to stumble upon Jafar. Nice. 
he was by the Aladdin carpets and it was such a fun interaction. He was so scary. I mean, I I think that one of the scariest interactions you have in the parks is with my personal hero, Darth Vader. He's really good. But Jafar is fantastic. He was just, I remember we were like asking him questions. He was looking at us like we were the scum of the earth. Like anything we asked him, we would just look to the side and look away <laughs> and just be like, he just, it was such a great character experience. And we didn't want to go. Like we were just, it was one of the highlights. How amazing, so how amazing is it, it to be that cast member that gets to just look oh. shitty at the people that drive him nuts all day? Because you know he plays a different character too. He's like, you know, he's probably in like the, you know, goofy outfit for three quarters of the year. Right. And now he gets this, his real side yeah, gets now to he gets come to out. Be like, he gets to like, just... you. Well, that's why I think working at the Haunted Mansion would be the best experience because you don't have to pretend to be happy all the time. It's part of your character to just look at people the way you really feel, which is like, get the (laughs) F away from me. I think it's great. So yeah, the character interact, if you can find those villains, like interact with at least one of them because they're really, really fun. I think that's a huge plus because I don't really see them out in any other times. Um, uh, Okay, so one of the final things I want to talk about with this party is immersion. Like we said when we're doing... um, the rides, but this I would include as sight sounds and decorations. Uh, you truly get to experience the park in a way in which you only experience it by attending one of these parties. Drink. Drink. Uh, the park completely transforms. Uh, there are fog effects, tons of extra lighting and lighting effects, villainous music playing all over the park that is different from the usual sound clips that you would hear. The cast members are in special costumes for the party and so much more. It takes a lot of preparation to set up uh, for each party and, pre- and prepare them. There are more than 23,000 feet of cable uh, that has to be laid out and utilized for all the effects and decorations. That, see, that equals over four miles of cable. Wow. Um, that's incredible. They do it like... That, they say that's more than it would take you to loop around the entire wow. park. Don't they, um, don't they do it all in one night? Like the changeover, yeah, from like regular to hol- like holiday time. Yeah, they do all that in one That's night. Insane. Yeah. That's so monumental. It's insane. I will say that one of the cool things is that Main Street they start pumping, like you know the the classic um, Christmas, Halloween music, you know, like Monster Mash and all this stuff, and they um and they make the lights on the Main Street like that Victorian sort of thing. They're they're like purple and orange and this music is playing and it's so different than the vibe of what the regular um, Main Street is, which is supposed to be very like, you know, Victorian and sort of like special. This is like, boom, we're partying and it's just so it's when so I cool. went to my after hours party, they they had stuff on Main Street, like lights and things like that. But we we didn't know um, we didn't like. We didn't, there was nothing to really bring you back to Main Street. So, like, we didn't end up go. like, I didn't end up seeing Main Street in its, like, splendor uh, kind of the entire time because we, we were in the park until after the party had ended and they shut off all the lights. So, uh, like, what, is there anything that, like, brings you there to see that stuff unless you're showing up at 7? Like, if you show up at 4, what, what like, brings you back to Main Street? Is it the parade or... Yeah, I would say what brings you back to Main Street is the parade and then, like, the food offerings that are in that area. Also, you're probably going to be in that hub a lot if you're watching, like, fireworks or different things, taking photos. Um, Like, the castle is also changing sort of spooky colors, like purples and oranges, so it's a cool time to get that photo in front of the castle. And there's all this new merchandise that's out. So I think that with what brings you back to Main Street you're probably leaving. I think that you're pro- like, cause I know that the times that I've been there where I've seen all those flashing lights, it's like towards the end of the night sure. when I'm heading out. So I don't know if it's like, it's going to keep you there. You're going to want to be out and you're going to want to be trick or treating and meeting characters and stuff like that. But it is a cool, if you did want to just hang out there, it's definitely dope. And I remember like, I tried to take photos of it. It doesn't do it justice. It's one of those things where you have to see it in person and like, you know, just there's these like voices and there's fog. I mean, it really is. It's really cool. well cool. done. Well done. So, um, Ryan, that's kind of the 
oh, like as much information I can give you without just sitting here. Well, what for about hours. Uh, what about overlays? <laughs> Don't they do overlays? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't get to ride overlays. Oh my god, yeah, we just god. skipped over the the fun part. Oh, oh my god, thank you for mentioning that. I don't know why I skipped that camera. Okay, there are three rides that get overlays during this party: Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, Drink, mm-hmm. and the Mad Tea Party. Pirates of the Caribbean has uh, what their overlay is. They get um, five live action scenes that oh, are added that. to it. Cool. So there's pirates. Yeah, even when you're online, there's a live, there's a, a guy like in that, you know, that little jail and he's like cracking jokes, probably a comedian kind of, um, you know, messing with you. Uh, that would be my least favorite of the three overlays. And I think most people would agree with me on that. I, I don't know if it really enhances Pirates of the Caribbean in terms of being on the ride. I, It's interesting. It's it's maybe a little funny, but it's not going to like, it doesn't change Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. for you. The other two change the ride. And um, the so let's start with Mad Tea. Mad Tea Party adds like lighting and spooky music. So it actually seems mad. And I think I've said this to you in our private Disney conversations that I think that that should be what happens at night for that ride all the time. I think it should sure, go I, mad. I totally agree. I think it, once it's dark, once it's dark, let's start messing with the lights and let's get the music a little zany and let's freak people out. They're there at night. And that's kind of what they do. And it's really fun when you're on it. And the spoo- like this, it's, it seems trippy. It's like, you know, it's like you, yeah, you're high I probably something. would be, but yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. But the best of the three is drink. Space Mountain. Everybody drink. Uh, Space Mountain goes lights out, completely lights out with rock, rock and roll music playing. Wow. And. I did not know this. I don't know why. I know everything. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm a preparer of um, when I go on Disney trips, I know what I'm getting myself into. I didn't know this. I get on and I, I'm like, where, where, where do they go? Like, do, do you do the tunnel? Everything in the in the yeah, in the but, queue is the same. They can't go like up. Once you're on the ride, and you do, like you know, like when you go on the tunnel and they like it, it goes to like hyper oh. hyper drive or whatever, and like the lights go. So the I think the lights are there, and then it's when oh, you're that's in the sick. actual. So you just pop out of that tunnel into blackness. It's just a black hole. I mean, you cannot wow. see anything. If you sit in the front seat, you can see the track in front of you a little bit. Your eyes start to adjust. But I, me and my friend went on that, and this is that experience I had. I think I told you where I was like realizing about Disney how different it is than Universal in the sense that in Universal you have to put your stuff in lockers, you can't have anything on you. I'm at this party. They had a special oogie boogie popcorn bucket there that I really wanted during this party. So I've got the oogie boogie popcorn bucket. I've got my bag. I've got my mini ears. They put me in this seat. I'm literally holding five things. And it's just like, boom, it just goes up. And I'm like, ah, and then it's pitch black in there. And they're playing rock music. And I was like, that was the one time I was on that ride where I thought it was actually. That's amazing. You can't see where you're going. And you're just like, you're just getting pulled around. We wanted to go on again, but we're like, I don't know where we're going to put our stuff because it's like, Having all that stuff made it um, a little uncomfortable. If I had nothing on me, I think. It, but it's fantastic writing it in pitch black. And that's another thing I think they should do so maybe at a Disneyland, little more often. They do uh, a Ghosts of the Galaxy. And and it's like oh. a like a benevolent or a malevolent, malevolent uh, like, uh, uh, I don't know, universe eater or something. Like, it's this big ghost mm. uh that's like the size of a universe and he's chasing you down and, and it's pretty scary and awesome looking. Oh, that's all. Awesome. Yeah. So, so it's like, in the it ride? Kind of like how they, they also do like a star Wars version. So like, uh, when you, when you come out of that tunnel, like you're greeted by the ghost and then he like disapparates and, and then later on, like there's a project, it's basically like projections on the wall of like this big, you know, ghost galaxy guy. And it's it's pretty awesome, sure. and it's got good music and stuff. A little like haunt, like haunted music. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I love these overlays. I think the overlays are fantastic. They're they're a fun change on these classic rides. Yeah, that we especially love. ones that like like all three of the ones that we're talking about take nothing for them to do. You know, shut off the lights, add add character. You know, like you, it's not like um, 
it's not like the haunted mansion where you have to put the ride down for a month to decorate it and then put it down for a month again to undecorate it uh, in order to make it into yeah. uh, you know a nightmare before christmas um which they do in california and tokyo maybe Right. You know, this this is like you can literally, you know, choose this night. Let's do these things. Add lights to the teacups. Sure. No problem. Like, the, you know, it doesn't take any effort. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. They should do these things, I think, like a little bit more often, like to have, uh, you know, special to yeah special overlays or special changes. Well, maybe the reason for it is that it makes these sure. events all the more special and sort of worth worth it yeah. that it doesn't happen all the time because it's. The one time you could ride Space Mountain at the Magic Kingdom in pitch black is during this party. It's the one and only time. So um, I didn't mention how much this event costs. And I did that for a reason because, Ryan, I want to see what you think this event is worth in your (coughs) mind after everything I've told you. Like, how much? One million dollars. Now, uh, you know, (laughs) I I think it's to me, it's probably like the the cost of uh, a ticket, maybe plus plus a bit. So I'm going to say that, like, look, I mean, I'm a Disney fan. I think I probably know how much this thing costs. But, like, like from what the things that we talked about, I think $120 is probably, like, you know, an, a, an appropriate sure. cost. And that's the ballpark of where it is right now. Um, it, obviously, the price changes night to night. And starting in August, it's going to be on the lower end. The earlier you go, it's going to be cheaper. Th- leading up to the biggest day which is halloween it's the it's usually sold out very early you have to get your tickets for this in advance because they do sell out um they are generally i would say around like 120 to 130 for the event they sell out because I do know... they are at lower capacity like they're only at 25 percent, and they and they cut it at that yeah, yeah. they cut which it you can't good. they don't go over that and which is good um it can feel crowded sometimes when it's when it's full 25 percent it could feel crowded at those some of those i've been to those those events where i'm like they oversell here there's been a couple times at the christmas party where i felt that maybe it they oversold because it felt a little crowded um but uh i remember when i went to this event i want to say like five six years ago when it wasn't as popular as it is right now i remember being like 80 bucks it was like substantially lower, like $50 lower in price. It's gone up a lot because it's gotten so popular. So and uh, keep that It's offered well. like, like so, once or twice a week, right? It's like just on the weekends? Yeah, it's about, I would even say maybe three, three or four times. Oh, okay. It's like every other night. And it's, if you're going to Disney in those three months and you just want to do a night at the, ma- you want to have a regular Magic Kingdom night where the park is open till 10, it's just, you're not doing the party. Those days when it's the Magic Kingdom days are so packed because those are, because there's only four of them a week. So keep that in mind too, is like, if you're not interested in doing this party, the Magic Kingdom is going to be packed yeah. on the days that you do do it. Uh, so Ryan, have we convinced you to go to the, Mickey's not so scary oh, I'm, Halloween party. I'm in, party? I'm in and I'm going you? to Disney Bound as uh, Baloo from Tailspin. I think that's that's going to be my move. Uh, Cute, and uh, and I'm all about it. Yeah, that's great. Um, so I did write how much would you pay for this event. You kind of answered that question. I there's no for me there's no cap. I'm I'm there in my I think in my I think my cap is, is kind of like what the price is now. I I don't know like how. Yeah, I mean, I after I said that, I'm like, wait a minute, I wouldn't pay yeah. over two hundred dollars. I, I like, and I also like, I, I like, I wouldn't be interested in going on Halloween, um, you know, or anything like that. I, oh, no. I think that like my my cap is probably like one, I guess probably like you know yeah like one fifty to be 150. honest, but but I wouldn't be happy about it. Yeah. And, I would agree and if with it was that. closer to 100, I would be like a lot happier about it. I think that that's that's like the appropriate. That's like the appropriate. You're getting a lot yeah. of hours at the park, and and you know, and and I don't know if we mentioned you know it or not, but like all the attractions are are open. Maybe not all, all like some of the shows might be down. Yeah, I would say 90. percent Any ones that like involve any sort of live action are, pro- like maybe like Enchanted Tales with Belle, like those type of things. Or like Mickey's Philharmonic. There's a couple that aren't 
like oh the carousel of progress is not open during the party generally it was open during an after dark yeah. event so maybe they've changed but you can always up. do but, any um, of those rides that are rides or attractions that are aren't open between four- during the first three hours Check the year. I always say that. Check the year and see what's not open during the party. And that's exactly what yeah. you do during the, the three hours ahead yeah. of time. You get a fast pass for that thing. Um, so how drunk are you on a scale of Medusa Oof, to Man, I think I, I might be uh, closing in on a Cadaver Dan. The Dapper Dan's uh, <laughs> oh. Halloween season overlay. <laughs> Ryan, I think you just nailed what is the perfect cast member that you should be that you look like you would be one of the yeah, cadaver, dance. cadaver like, dance. that's my uh those are the yeah that that would be perfect for you uh i think i'm the queen of hearts because if i don't get another drink oh. off with your head <laughs> so that's our show i'm glad we've convinced ryan to go to the party i hope on a year where it's open we've convinced you too it's really a great time i can't sing its praise enough i, I really love it uh, the Dark Ride presented by Drunk Distry is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pass by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating or review, and telling a Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. That really helps us out. Um, if you could, just just say, if you have a friend that's even been to Disney a couple of times, if you can just share the link and just say, give this a listen. Uh, we would really appreciate that, and that would be how you could how you can pay us for this free content. Uh, you can email us questions or shoutouts, drunkdistory at gmail.com. Please follow us on Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content at drunkdistory. As always, thank you for drinking Disney with us. Cheers.